Hello, folks. Welcome to Way in Wednesday, an educational podcast platform. I'm your host, Sandra Wells, also known around the endurance world as Billy Faith. I have been an independent coach since 2010, when I had the opportunity to create and host an early AM strength and conditioning class paired with a running club at our local YMCA. Since that time, I have spent numerous hours coaching folks in different platforms, learning how to optimize what God gave them. In addition, I am also the owner and broker of Basecamp Realty, which owns and operates traveler accommodations as well as local brokerage services, helping coach folks on buying and selling property. I believe that with the perfect Basecamp and a few skills, our best life will show up daily. So let's talk a bit on why I created this accountability group. In March, a week before COVID-19 hit, I worked my last WW, formerly known as Weight Watchers meeting. That decision was a very difficult one to make. However, with losing my parents here on Mother Earth and wrapping the new brokerage house, I had to make the hard and fast decision to make some changes. The last year had take a t- taken a toll on me and my well-being was definitely being compromised. The plan was to stock up the facility, support the incoming coach, get some rest, and reset with my peers. Then COVID hit. We all know the rest of that story. Quarantine, sanitizers, face mask. I, like the rest of the world, had to wait it out. As an essential worker, I put my head down did my part to keep the economy going, and rest once again took a backseat. I just kept telling myself that when the required shutdown ends, meetings will eventually resume and I can reconnect with my peers. That kept me going until the day to reopen happened. And boom. No reconnecting. It wasn't taking place. In fact, we are less connected than ever. No touching. Empty tables separating us in restaurants, plexiglass windows between us, and store clerks with face masks and continued video conferencing. As the days continued to show me the reality, I knew something had to happen for all of us. So once again, I felt the call to serve. So after giving it some thought, I decided to offer an accountability check-in each Wednesday at the Hub along with a podcast topic. When I opened the brokerage house in December, I shortly realized that I needed additional space. I wanted a place to create collectively and collaborate with others in our efforts to support our clients and support our local community. This accountability group supports all members. While I recommend and always have a weekly weigh-in, Documenting one's caloric intake and a regular mobility plan, it is the group member's choice. So as there are several apps out there to track your health and wellness journey, this particular accountability group is tied to no one specific app or no one specific program. While the in-person accountability session is hyper-local, anyone who has the need to submit a weight can do so by contacting me direct. This accountability group is really just a donation-based only, and it gives you the flexibility. I'm sure you're wondering, okay, well, how do we retrieve our content? Well, that's pretty simple. The easiest way 
is just to go to our Way in Wednesday Facebook page and like that first. I'll be posting the weekly podcast there with the link, and you can also subscribe direct. Each Wednesday, the content will be added. I'm hoping this answers some of your questions regarding the group and supporting the podcast. Each week, I will either independently come to you or I might even come to you with a guest. I just sincerely hope that this will help everyone out there connect at a different level and that you will consider subscribing and being a part of this group. I also thank you for taking the time to listen to this introduction as well as look forward to serving each of you in this format. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to Way in Wednesday. This is Sandra Wells, your host. I find myself here again sitting in my closet because it's obviously the best place in our house to record this without a fancy setup. <clears throat> and I, I often I'll come in here and what I do is I sit on my foam roller and I get a couple of things done at the same time. Um, this week I'm bringing to you the topic of fear. <clears throat> it's really been, <clears throat> excuse me, a very interesting week here at Base Camp. We've had some unannounced visitors, and I've posted about that on social media. <clears throat> and with the writing going on, um, a lot of people, you know, commented on, oh my gosh, that's so dangerous, be careful. Um, the majority of the comments seemed like, you know, they, people were very fearful of my safety. And <clears throat> that got me to thinking about how that relates to what's going on in the world today, <clears throat> simply because we... Um, as a nation, you know, we're, there's rioting all over, and some are peaceful protests, and some are um, not so peaceful. And but the one common denominator is, um, instead of unity, I'm seeing division. I'm seeing widespread division because even at a peaceful protest, when you watch any kind of live stream, uh, the comments are uh, very negative. And so that got me to thinking, you know, what in the world is going on? And why do we become feel fearful? And how does that impact our life as a whole? And what I was learning about as I was thinking about that or, or thinking it over was I it brought me back to like animal instinct. So when we are out and about and we run into a dog we're not familiar with, they always say, you know, well, don't run from it because it will chase you. And that's very typical. So aggression, um, you know, breeds fear. And then the fear compounds the aggression. And I think a lot of that happens. And then I also think that when we, um, when we're talking about a topic that's sensitive and someone doesn't agree, the, the aggression starts. And so aggression tends to breed aggression. So let's say, you know, someone says, well, you know, I don't agree with this and they're aggressive about it. And then the other person, instead of saying, well, you know, being really passive, aggressive, or even passive, they're, they're, they're agitated and aggressive back. And that just compounds the whole problem. And that's really what I'm seeing with a lot of this. Are we, are we really uniting? Are we dividing? Well, as I've been thinking about this, um, I, follow a guy and I, I listened to a lot of his podcasts and he um he had a really interesting um take on it and and what he said was he said you know if we go to the foundation of just some basic foundational principles and um, take the emotion out of it and just do what's right 
And so he he went back and he quoted um, some scripture that said, you know, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And and that makes a lot of sense. It really does. But the problem with that is Chad didn't take it. He let, He left his podcast at that. And he challenged everybody to go out and, you know, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Well, I got to really thinking about that. I was like, well, some people maybe don't love theirself. And maybe that's the problem. So you're probably sitting there th- saying to yourself, well, I'm listening to this because, you know, I'm, I'm struggling with my weight and I'm struggling with stress and stress is causing me to gain weight and I'm needing to lose weight. And what does fear have to do and aggression have to do with losing weight? Well, you know, it's kind of a long, it's like a long journey ahead. So bear with me here as I discuss it with you and, and talk it out with myself, which is how many of us, it's hard to give grace to someone if we don't give grace to ourselves. It's hard to love our neighbor if we don't love ourselves. So you have to ask yourself, well, how do you go about finding that sweet spot? How do you go about changing the way you're thinking about your situation? So this week, when we gathered back up um, at the physical way inside, I was so excited to see the community members come back and they really wanted to know what if their work paid off for the week that they did. And there was not one person really that said, I dread getting on this scale. I mean, I really didn't hear any of that. They just were like so happy coming out of COVID, being, you know, in the social distancing world we're in to actually have a conversation with someone and then have a face-to-face look someone in the eye and be able to have someone say, hey, I care about your results. So, you know, the interesting part about that was I saw I saw results and they saw results and they were excited. And so it it was really just the fact that, you know, and one of the things that I had to think about as I got up that morning to do my own weigh-in before I started helping other people do their accountability weigh-ins, um, I knew that, you know, I knew I, I would have probably some results, but I didn't set my bar so high that I was like unrealistic on the result. I was like, well, you know, I mean, I started out, and for those of you who ha- haven't really heard this or seen it anywhere, I had no idea where I was because I wasn't tracking. And that was part of our topic last podcast was you have to have a a set point and a starting point to know where you are. So mine wasn't with the scale per se, but it was with the food intake. And I just had not been, I hadn't been slowing down long enough to take the time to track the food because, I mean, I was like, I don't have time for that. I'm too busy. Well, I made it, my number one effort for last week was to set the goal of saying, um, I'm just going to track this first day and I'm not even going to change what I've been doing. I'm just going to track it. And I was like in shock. I had 44 points for breakfast because I'm using the Weight Watcher app and point system. And then I had over a hundred, I can't even remember the number. It was like astronomical, maybe 160 grams of sugar in one meal. Well, my Lance, no wonder I've been feeling like I am. I've got body fat everywhere. I'm sluggish. I'm cranky. My my system was, and I was getting that daily. That wasn't just a like, oh, every day. Like that was a daily thing. So at that point, I could have either said, well, gosh, I'm such a loser. Or I could say, well, I got to change this. So what am I going to do about it? Well, I decided instead of just trying to go from, you know, 
one end of the spectrum to the other end, I decided for me personally, I would just creep the meter down each day. And whatever happened the first week of accountability weigh-in, that's the number that I got. And I would be happy with that. And I knew if I crept it down, I would get some number. It might be 0.1. It may be 0.2. But I I take whatever because the goal is really that the number comes when you do the work. So the second day, I made different decisions. And I crept the breakfast number down and then the points. And then I crept the sugar content down. And then the next day... I crept it down. And by the end of the week, I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm still not spot on for the number, but I'm getting closer. And that's the whole point is just continuing the improvement of where I was to where I'm needing to get. It's not going to happen overnight. I also decided at that point, I would set some goals and I would set a short-term goal and a long-term goal. So I set a number goal and, um, and then I a short-term number goal, so that would be a weekly goal. And then I set a 60-day goal, and then I set a 120-day goal. And those were all number-related to the scale. Now, I, I know that, you know, there's going to have to be some work. So then I've, I've got – now I've got to hammer down the action plan on how I'm going to do that because I can creep the numbers down on what I eat and the, and the calories, the points, and the sugar grams – but at some point, you're going to have to I put more effort in. That's just really how this all works. And I have to come to the realization that that what is what has to happen. So I have to get down to the real truth of what is the truth of where I'm at and where I'm needing to go. And basically, I have decided that um, it's one day at a time. And I have a lot of things I have to shore up, and that's okay, but I have to find my truth. But I also have to give myself grace, and I have to love myself enough to want to do it. And if I can love myself, I can love my neighbor. It's amazing what you can get out of people if you're just kind. I mean, let's go back to the people who showed up here. I wasn't aggressive. I I greeted them with a smile, and that set the tone. And once I set the tone, even one guy was carrying a pistol, told me he had a pistol. And I told him, you know, hey, I don't even own a gun. I don't really believe in that. And he said, um, you know, he he was like kind of laughing about that. They both left peacefully. There was no harm done. But I basically told them, hey, have a great day. You know, Jesus loves you. Um, and they 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 really were receptive. Now, whether <laughs> whether that could have um, been opposite, and I should probably proceed with caution, like some people say, but. What I'm going to do first is just I'm going to be kind and um, grateful that I have the ability to spread some happiness for those people and um, be kind to them. So that worked out. And I really think it just boils down to when you go back to Chad saying, you know, if you love your neighbor like you love yourself, then everything works itself out. Now we have to figure out really how do we um, do that? So so loving yourself comes with giving yourself the opportunity to sit in silence and understand and give yourself some grace that you cannot go from one extreme to the other overnight. That's just the reality. It doesn't matter if it's a work-related goal, a health-related goal, a personal-related goal. It takes some effort. 
So I this week, what I really want you to focus on is um, not really worrying about, and it's a fine line. It is a fine line. I will say that. Not really worrying about, um, you know, get do the work, do the work, to, and the number will come. But you also have to give yourself some grace, but find the balance in that. And how you do that is you be realistic. You have to say, well, you know, because you could say, well, I'll, I'll do better tomorrow. Well, yeah, you will do better tomorrow, but you have to be realistic and mindful in order to do that. So today's message is basically this. I'm going to weigh in on this. And that is give yourself just enough grace but find the truth in it. And what is the truth in the journey of meeting your goal? And I'm going to leave you with that question. I want you to ponder that. And you ponder over it. And if you feel the need to reach out on social media or to me personally in text and let me know what your truth is, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to discuss it with you. Because if we don't if we are not truthful, we never truly get where we're going. And that's the one thing that we have to really remember is you have to be truthful to yourself and you have to love yourself, but give yourself enough love and enough grace that you're not giving yourself so much that you can't find the truth in it. Because sometimes the truth hurts and we don't want to go there. And so, you know, think about that, ponder on it, what is the truth? of your journey. And as we go along, share that with me. I think it will really help. Next week, um, we'll weigh back in with each other. Those of you who have been weighing in um, at the Hub um, has been doing great. Those of you who have been distance weighing in, um, I'm excited seeing those posts and of you sharing with me what you're doing uh, and what your results are. So I've heard all kinds of testimonies this week. I've heard testimonies that, hey, I exercise six days a week, or I just kind of cut back, or, hey, I'm just glad I track, started tracking my food better. And I had one lady say, you know, hey, I, I, I really implemented eating more in the mornings, a little bit less at noon, and a little bit less at night, and that worked great for her. So, you know, we all have to find that sweet spot, and then we have to work at it, and then we have to continue it, because this is not just a, a, it's not just a trip. It's, it's, it's an absolute lifestyle. So, and I think that's where we get caught up is we think once we get there, the work's done, but the work is ongoing. It's ongoing forever. So, and if we get off track, that's when we have to pull ourselves back on the track. And we do that by being truthful with ourselves and saying, Hey, where am I? Where do I need to be? And how am I going to get there? So there's three basic things. We talk about it all the time. Go out there this week. I know it's been um, a tough week with all of the um, riots and the, the hatred. But remember, if you give out love, you get back love. Not only with others, but with yourself. With that, I'm signing off. I'll see you guys next week.